our guest. Be our guest. Put our service to the test. Tie your napkin around your neck, sherry, and we provide the rest. Soup du jour, hot order. Why, we only live to serve. Try the gray stuff, it's delicious. Don't believe me? Ask the dishes. They can sing, they can dance. After all, miss, this is France. And a dinner here. Welcome to Wednesday Comics Back Matter, uh, the show behind the show where you learn a little bit more about the uh, host of the show, Alex, to my left, as always, APK, APK teen. That's what I almost said. APK teen. Uh, does it make sense? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Makes him sound like a droid. Yeah, the old APK teen. Uh, and to my right, G-Dub, as always, G-Dub3PO, how you doing? I'm doing good. My name is obviously uh, Jabba the Marvin, and I'm here to... Uh, <laughs> Marvin the Hutt, one of the two. Marvin the Hutt sounds better, actually. Uh, we're here to, uh, for this back matter, you see on the description, talk about Disney, all things Disney, which now includes Star Wars, Alex. I know, uh, but it, I, there's not, it's, this show is not Star Wars, Alex. I'll let you know that. I know that we all like other stuff about Disney, but, but I was thinking about that the other day, that Disney used to be like fucking grasping at straws for IP. And that's what we're going to talk about in this uh, episode is uh, Disney movies. Uh, the reason why we're having this show is I'm going to Disney World on vacation. We'll talk about it, a little bit about that and uh, uh, just Disney in general. But I was thinking the other day that they used to grasp at IPs and be like, we have our, like, we have our shit that we made, even though a lot of their movies are based on original uh, uh, stories that aren't original, like they're from other authors. Uh, and they just re like do the modern retellings of them. Uh, but like they really anything they could. If you remember, uh, Garrett, back when it was MGM Studios, do you remember they had that Drew Carey kind of show? Yep, yep, I remember that. So, like, even back then, they're like, what the fuck can we get? Drew Carey? Drew Carey, can you do a 3D thing for us? And now they got Star Wars, they got Marvel. They are they got IP coming out the ass. And uh, and I apologize for the Disney, uh, uh, for, the, for the ass talk on Disney. But um, uh, they got so many things to pull from now. They could literally do a whole park about Marvel, Star Wars, and uh disney and everything else they own they own the muppets now uh they have for a little bit but i mean they do now too and uh winnie the pooh and uh just some other things like that so like they are constantly they're not at a place now where well actually they own lucas art lucas films so technically they own indiana jones too don't they uh, maybe not. I don't yeah, know. yeah, they do because Indiana jo- there's Indiana Jones shows at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, so and uh, they have a ride in uh, California. Um, yeah, and so uh, yeah, that California ride actually is pretty fun. Um, it is based on it. Actually, it's like the second movie. You're in like a cart, and there's a lot of like Temple Doom shit, and then for some reason it ends with the rock. Yeah, from the first movie, you're running away from the rock. So, uh, they kind of combine two things. Anyways. Disney, uh, and I know Alex uh, loves Disney. I think we, uh, me and Alex uh, one time went to Beauty and the Beast, the release, uh, the re-release in theaters and uh, sat next to each other, no gap. And uh, everybody in that, uh, parent, every parent in that uh, uh, auditorium <laughs> with their kids watching Beauty and the Beast didn't understand why two grown men were watching Beauty and the Beast. But it's a good movie, Alex. It's a, it's a best picture. And by picture re-release, they're not, talking, they're not talking the Emma Watson. They're talking about it wasn't 2017. This was uh, this is the 1991. We're talking about classics here. I'm talking about the good one, Garrett. The, agree, you don't like the Emma Watson? One? I've never seen it. Actually. I like Emma Watson just fine. I don't like that movie. Actually, why? It's very accurate to the animated movie. I actually have never oh. seen any other live action remakes that they've put out. That Aladdin, one, Beauty and the Beast, Jungle are Book, good. Mulan Lion King, was garbage. Mulan, Lion King was okay. Well, Jungle Book. Mulan was garbage. I haven't seen the Jungle Book. Jungle Book was pretty okay. What about Dumbo? Never saw it. I haven't seen it, but I want to because Michael Keaton and Danny DeVito it's are Tim in Burton. it. I need to watch that. Uh, yeah. They also have uh, other ones coming up here. Um, I'm just waiting until they get to the Great Mouse Detective live action. That's when I'm in, baby. <laughs> when they get that. And speaking of the movies, actually, I thought it'd be fun for us to kind of get the conversation started, but we will make it through this list. And the show is only going to be uh, not that long because uh, we're recording this back to back with another another episode, and you don't want us uh, getting delirious from not having sleep. And so, I thought a good way to kind of frame this to incorporate. Uh, I think 
this kind of subject warrants itself for more back matters, especially between the three of us with everything that they own. And so this one really is going to be Disney focused in terms of the Disney that is uh, pre Marvel, pre Star Wars. Uh, I think we'll talk a little bit about that when we talk about the parks a little bit at the end. Um, but the beginning here is really going to be focused on these movies that we all grew up with. And uh, I, the way I'm going to frame it is actually I found this. Uh, uh, by the way, everybody has lists on their top Disney movies online. You could I found uh, home good uh, home uh, homekeeping. Good housekeeping. That's what it was. Good housekeeping. Cause um, cosmopathology. Like every single website's like, here's the top Disney movies. Which, if you go to any of those, it really depends on you know who they're geared towards. I found one, Alex. I found one that put Ratatouille as the number one Disney movie of all time. And oh, I said, and shit. I said that is, I love that movie, but that is not possible. Um, I've never seen. Oh, hey, Marvin! That I know we're talking about rides later, but they're going to have a Ratatouille ride, a new one there. They do. They have a new Ratatouille ride, and you basically it's like you get shrunk down to the size of uh, 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 the rat. Uh, What's his name? I've never seen it, so I don't know. Oh crap! What is starts with an R? I think Rory. No, Ren. I don't remember. Morris. Uh, Rat. Tat. Because Ratatouille is the food. Yes. Uh, Ratatouille. The uh, Remy. That's his name. Remy. Mm. Um, anyways. Yeah, they got you, you shrink down to the size of Remy. You Basically, that one scene where he's like running away and they're trying to like kill him. Basically, that's what it is. In the, in the kitchen. Um, but we'll talk about that later. So the way we're going to do this top 10 list, by the way, so any, any website had like, there's a million different top 10 lists that I could have found. And the top 10 was, uh, different, uh, no matter who you went to, because, uh, the, uh, uh, good housekeeping versus IGN's list is very different. Um, <laughs> and so what I went with is IndieWire. A lot of times on the show, when we talk about top 10 lists, I use the IndieWire one. So I thought to keep consistent, I'm going to use IndieWire again.com and they had the top 20, animated features i just went you know what let me tell you the top 20 i'm not going to do it how i'm going to do the rest of them but just so you know what already is in their top 20 through 11 hercules number 20 i feel that's a good place for it it's a mo- more modern music uh excuse me more modern movie uh it still keeps the musical kind of theme and i think some of those stories excuse me some of those songs are good uh but it doesn't if you look at the rest of this list it doesn't deserve to be higher than 20 i don't think so uh 19 little mermaid Eight, wow. 18 Robin Hood 17 Yeah You like Robin Hood? No, I would say I like Robin Hood. I just watched it recently actually and I I can see why it's uh 18 1973 so it was kind of an early one there. Winnie the Pooh the 2011 uh version it says here. Uh Sleeping Beauty The Emperor's New Groove 15 that's a good place for that even though I do like that movie a lot. Uh uh Bolt number 14 Oh. <laughs> 13, I mean, you're not wrong to say you. I think that like Zootopia or something like that should be on this list, but above that. Uh, 13, 101 Dalmatians. Number 12, Lady and the Tramp. And then number 11, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, which actually is a movie, one of the uh, classic movies in the 90s, because that's when I would have been growing up with Disney movies. And I think Alex, too. Garrett, still three years old. Uh, were you three? Well, toys were, you? hey, the toys were coming out at that time. I remember having a bunch of them. 96, how old were you, Garrett? Three. Yeah, so, uh, Garrett Good was... Call. I say I was six or seven when I started watching that. Garrett was over here uh, sucking on a Quasimodo, so, uh, at that age, so. <laughs> That's the top 11, and now... I'm surprised Little Mermaid is number 19. You know what? I think, 18. I think in, over time, people have kind of slept on Little, Little Mermaid. That's another live action that's coming up, Little Mermaid, so... Um, I think you might see a resurgence of people revisiting that when that comes out, but I think it's one of those movies that uh, it's not really one of the top IPs of people fall in love with. Because even if we talk about the parks, there is a Little Mermaid ride on there, but it's not one of the rides you're like, oh, I got to get on the Little Mermaid ride, which does sound <laughs> does sound like well, the fuck, why the fuck would somebody say that about anything Disney? But there are things like the Seven Dwarves ride where you're like, that ride, I got to get on that ride, and uh, it is newer, but still like it. it you can tell. Oh, wait, Peter Pan. That's a, Peter Pan's a better example. Peter Pan is about the same. Is older actually than Little Mermaid, but that ride people love going on that ride because they love Peter Pan, and Little Mermaid's more kind of like an afterthought. So 
Uh, I agree with you. I think it feels. I feel like it should be higher here, but also part of that makes me feel like it because it was in my childhood. I feel like that, and maybe not a lot of people feel that way. So, well, see, for me, I'm one of those people that I I gauge mostly a good Disney movie by the bad guy, and so all the people that you named, I was like, oh, Prince John, okay, he's okay, but he's not my favorite. Uh, Ursula, Maleficent of the of the big names, at least. I was like, yeah, okay, I can understand that. So I'm actually excited to see who uh, ten through one would be. And the way I thought I would reveal the top 10 is another great thing about these movies for a while, at least, is they were musicals. And uh, who doesn't love a great musical? So I thought I would uh, start it by playing the song and then kind of ease into the movie. And that's how we'll reveal the top 10. So number 10 uh, on IndieWire.com, top 10 Disney movies. Number 10. Here we go. You guys know what this is? Mulan. Mulan. There you go. Mulan uh, came out in. Hold on. Here's the best part. Came out in 1998. See, I love the shit out of Mulan the animated movie. Like, I think it's so good. Like, the story's great. The fight scenes are great. The comedy's great. Song choices are great. Then you watch that. Watching the live-action Mulan is like watching the Avatar, the M. Night Shyamalan Avatar movie yeah. versus the animated show. Like, Ugh. it's garbage. It's just bad. Mulan, 1998, so it came out at the end of that 1990s uh, Disney renaissance, they called it. Like, in the 90s, they came back strong uh, with a hit after hit after hit. Um, and it, I agree. I loved Mulan, uh, even though at 98, like, I'm old enough at that point to kind of be out of that market uh 12 years old you know you're becoming a teenager you don't like this kind of movies anymore uh but i i love that movie it's beautiful the fucking music here that he all that we're talking over this goddamn great great song And who can, not only does it have that great song, who cannot forget the best song of that soundtrack, huh? To defeat the Huns, did they send me daughters? Donny Osmond right there. Killing it. Dude, that's like the best scene with like the metal and the arrow. You know, that scene, when we're, if we talk about storytelling, is a fantastic montage scene to see them getting ready, but you also see Mulan start to believe in herself and get confidence and realize that it doesn't matter that she is a woman trying to do this, uh, pretending to be a man in this what quote unquote man's world that she, if she pushes herself, herself hard enough, she can do it more, even more so than they can. Uh, it doesn't matter that she's a woman or not. So I, I agree. That's a great scene. Uh, there you go. Number 10, um, you know who sings that song in the uh, the uh, uh, Chinese version, the animated Chinese version? Isn't it Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan, yeah. I think I remember that from like a trivia or whatever. And actually, uh, does not sound bad. I actually, he's a trained opera singer. You may not know that the man is kung fu. Uh, uh, and master of the drunken man. Master the drunken... of the drunken style. And one of my favorite martial artists, I, I love every single one of his movies. Uh, me and Alex watched that one where he, uh, Project A, where he was in that car. And um, What's what's the one where he electrocuted himself going down the um, the big pole? I think that's Police Story, if I remember correctly. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, and here's uh, Jackie Chan singing. <laughs> By the way, the video is him doing martial arts. I mean, you can't get away from that. So, there we go. I'll tell you what, that that song, though, it actually sounds like it could be Donny Osmond singing. Uh, you know, that song, it does, it's just a fucking banger no matter who yeah. fucking sings that shit. So, <laughs> man's a jack of all trades. Now, the next movie is not really known for its music. At least, this is kind of a movie that is outside of my 
area of growing up with these movies. It may be more in Garrett's uh, area of coming up with these movies. And so I wanted to know, Garrett, if you uh, remember this song. So, okay, Lilo and Stitch the movie. Yes. To be better than Mulan, I would say no. It looks like um, 2002, so this is this is prime uh, Garrett, 10 years old. Yeah. Nine years old, actually, at this point. I mean, this was at the height of, like, there was a the Stitch movie came out. There was a TV show coming out. Like, everybody was digging Stitch, and, like, Stitch is cool. Like... You know, I'm thinking of the parks right now. They had, they changed the alien encounter. They had an alien Alex. They had an alien ride, which was too scary for Disney standards. Which, first off, yes, they fucking have a also like an alien radar movie where people get killed. Ride. Why is that in the park at all? And <laughs> dude, I went to it when it was alien. Me too. Ten times more terrifying than Stitch. it is. It was. I remember going that first time I went to Disney uh, Land. Disneyland. Yeah. Maybe Disney World. I don't know. Whatever the first time I went to, wherever the ride was, uh, the first time. Uh, I per- actually, I think it was land. Uh, I went on the alien one, and it was fucking terrifying because I didn't know. I didn't. It says alien encounter, and I didn't know it was the alien from that movie. I thought it was going to be some fun little stupid alien. And you get in there, and it's dark. It's one of those rides where it's dark, and like shit runs past you, and like screens behind you and stuff. Uh, and it's supposed to be like, holy shit, what's 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 rumbling in my chair? So they changed it to Stitch, Lilo and Stitch, which, by the way, like all those effects are the same. They just make it silly with Lilo and Stitch instead. So like, there's do you this, think you're going to take your kiddos to that? Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I like. I feel like you know, my girlfriend like she went to that when she was in high school. She said she cried like it was so scary. It was Stitch. It still is scary. Uh, Stitch is Stitch is scary though. It still is scary because, like I said, they kept everything the same. And just so, for instance, in the original Alien Encounter ride, there's a, a, a part where like the acid gets spit at you, and so like it's this mist that comes at you. And in the Stitch one, he sneezes. Uh, snitch, mm-hmm. Stitch sneezes. Excuse me, not I keep calling it Snitch. That is not COVID healthy. There. And so, um, uh, it's like the same shit, but they just make it a little bit different. So it is scary. It is loud. It is dark. And it is like shit going on in the dark. You're like, what's going on here? As as an adult, obviously, it's nothing. But you're right. As a kid, that's probably already afraid of the dark. It is fucking terrifying. Anyways, I would I would save that energy for the haunted mansion and not for this <laughs> to try. But I am I agree with you, Garrett. I'm surprised that this is number nine because I'm trying to run through my head what's what's really good about this. And I was like, oh, I like Mr. Bubbles. He was cool, but that's about it. Stitch is scary. He's disgusting. There's Elvis music that maybe is a highlight. Well, I don't know. the directors for How to Train Your Dragon, which those movies I enjoy a lot, uh, directed this movie in 2002. And um, I think it's a movie that is very different from these other Disney movies. So a lot of people attach themselves to it and really enjoy it um, for this time. And so, like I said, for Garrett, this is... This is something I expected you to like more, but for you to say that this isn't above Mulan, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just a different... I think this one's more of a cult classic compared to the other ones. Yeah, could be. I mean, I I know that was like, you know, the soundtrack was huge. Like, not saying Mulan wasn't. The soundtrack for Lilo Stitch, like, was all over the radio. Like, it was insane how much attention that got, so... And like I was saying earlier in the show, it depended on what list I picked, uh what movies were included and so like for indie wire to pick this one that seems on on brand that they would pick a like a, a movie that'd be like this is a little different and we're gonna put this in the top 10 i will let you know the remainder of the top eight makes sense to me uh but i also felt well, like but also i didn't grow up with this movie so i was like i don't know is that number nine like uh i think there's other movies that go on there but yeah, like you said garrett there was a lilo and stitch craze tv show uh, toys, movie, uh, songs, everything. That thing was out of control. Mm-hmm. So here we go, number eight. If I can fucking find it in this goddamn playlist, you think it would Must be, be really popular? You would think it would be like up top, but I can't. Oh, that's right. I'm looking at the wrong one. That's why. Um, here we go. 
Uh, the next one on the list here, number eight, is uh, one that uh, I believe at least two of us. You know what? I lied earlier. There is one Disney live action movie that I have seen, and uh, it is uh, this one here. Uh, you go Aladdin, uh, number eight on the list, 1992. Uh, this was like one of the movies at the start of their renaissance. Uh, it was a bigger hit than Beauty and the Beast and Little Mermaid, uh, money-wise, because of Robin Williams. Um, and uh, obviously that that music uh and so it is a movie that i this is one of those movies that like when i think of disney this is one of the movies that i think about what about you alex 92 you would have been what i would have been two or three so 92 probably would have been three i would have uh, been i mean i grew up watching six. this one all the time i even just like i've, I've watched it in the last year and i can't stand uh aladdin though like him as a character, yeah. Where like as an adult, I'm watching this, and when he goes on that that flying date with uh, Jasmine, and then she realizes who he is, and is like, dude, why can't you just tell who the hell you are? You're this homeless boy who's a good kid. Uh, she likes you for you, not for your money or your elephant. Isn't that, isn't that the point of the story? Am I wrong here, Gary? I, yeah, I know, I know, I know. The story. I get that, but I'm just I I watch it from an outside source. Going, oh, dude, you just you, you're uh, upset that, that he does. He takes forever to get to it. Kinda, and then so then I'm actually at, at a point. I'm on Jafar's team. <laughs> uh, what a douche! And then we get to the final fight scene area where you know he fights the giant snake. Uh, super exciting, and uh, Ram Williams is, the whole time is is on point. You know, when I hear anybody else wants to be the genie, there's only one genie in my life. You know, it's not for my dream of genie. Yeah, Robin Williams as the genie. Uh, it says here that's the reason why he made so much money. I'm thinking Gilbert Godfrey as uh, that uh, bird. Uh, Iago. Iago. Yeah. That was a good cast. I'm thinking that's that why people went. I mean, he he did Iago's voice for more uh, years after that uh, than uh, Robin did the genie. By the way, uh, the live action one, I did see that uh, with Will Smith. Um and uh just some other random people uh in that movie and uh it's not bad but it's not this movie at all so yeah and like I've heard some people uh say that like Will Smith's better genie Robin Williams and I'm like I think they're different enough yeah they are really Robin different Williams enough. performance you can definitely tell it's that so Will not. Smith was like I'm not gonna do that same performance right like out of because at that point Robin Williams had passed away and so. You don't want to like come out and try to do the same thing he did. By the way, if you're gonna redo something, anyways, you always want to do a different twist on it, a modern take on it. And I actually do like the uh, update. Uh, and I actually do like his songs in that movie, not so much the other people in that movie. Plus, when you go back to the animated version, Alex, you've got to give this movie props for one of the best opening songs in the whole world. Oh yeah, yes. Like if they just would have, like anything opening the show with. Uh, this song, you're already into it. Like, listen to this. When this chorus gets up here, you can't help but sing with them. And the sun's from the west, and the sand and the glass is right. Come on down, stop on by, hop a carpet and fly to another Arabian night. Arabian night. All right, number seven on the list here. Sounds good. <laughs> it is good. Uh, number seven on the list here. We go back a long, long time, and we uh, get a little mixed up with... Uh, God, where the fuck is this song at? You know what? I should just type it in for that one. Uh, this is the story. Whoa, that would have been the that's the audiobook. I don't want that. Uh going back a long, long time 
to uh, this seven people. 1957. 1937, the first Walt Disney animated film, and one from all which others would spring. Snow White isn't just the first Disney film, it's the first full-length animated feature, full stop. The first animated movie ever is Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. And I, it, it's not a long movie, it's 83 minutes long. I do feel like this is one of those movies that I would have saw, Garrett would have saw. Have you seen this before, Garrett? Yep. Oh, yeah. And, and Alex would have saw... Because their parents saw it, because their parents saw it, and because their parents saw it. Like, it really is 1937. Like, it is a movie, since it is one of the first ones, to be like, hey, let's watch Snow White. And I, and I think it is one of those stories where you're just like, this absolutely feels uh, vintage Disney, is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. So, um, the remake, oh, actually, that had a live-action remake. Uh, it actually has a bunch of them, because it's, like I said, once again, these are fables uh from a long time ago they're not actually disney you know owned so all the time there's snow white you know ips popping up movies popping up here and there uh and they even had that tv show on abc for a while where it had some of these characters from snow white so uh do you like this movie it's not one i would put on i think but i think it's one when it's on i wouldn't care it's got like the traditional formula down for like a disney movie i'd say I would never go out of my way to see it unless my daughter asked to watch it. I will say, if we go back to the rides for a second here, that ride, when I saw everything in that ride, like I liked that. I The theme of that story I like, not so much this movie. The movie's a little too old for me to like actually like it like it, but I do like in terms of the first being the first animated feature and how they actually did and stuff like that. It's, it's cool for me to look at the behind the scenes stuff of this and see how they got that accomplished, so. Um, there you go. Uh, the, uh, Snow White's Snow White's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Here's the next one here. Um, let's see if you guys can get this. Uh, this is not a movie that actually I've ever seen, uh, all the way through. Uh, what did you say, Al? Is it Bambi? It is not Bambi. It is uh, Dumbo. Uh, that was my second guess. 1941, made only in a few months on a minimal budget in order to make a quick buck after the financial disaster of Fantasia. Uh, here comes Dumbo. Uh, this is one of those uh, movies that um, feels like Disney, but also feels like when you talk about like the great Disney movies, nobody ever brings up Dumbo, I don't think. Uh, but it's number six in this list. And like I said, they did make a live action Dumbo. And uh, when you guys are reading live action ones, we actually forgot about it for a second. Uh, because it was, it also was not one that uh, was brought out to a lot of fanfare. It kind of was like, hey, Dumbo's coming out too. Um, but uh, I think it's one of those movies that's it's an hour and five minutes long. Uh, and it is very much of that time. There's no word traveling kind of, you know, circuses. But it, it's just a, you know, a dummy. Not a, it's not a very happy Disney movie, I'll no. tell you that. The, it's the, it's like animal abuse like the entire time. So it's pretty uh Yeah, well, it's tough to dig into it. You've got you've got the racist crow or the crows that are um horribly portrayed. Yeah. You've racist. got Dumbo gets drunk with the rat. And like you said, the first like ten minutes of the movie uh, Mama Elephant is just trying to protect her baby from those snot-ass kids, and then she gets chained up. 
Yeah, I think it, yikes. That's just horrible. Yeah. And the goddamn. I'm surprised this is number six. The goddamn elephant has to learn how to fly with his fucking ears to get away. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm surprised too. Like, it definitely is one that, like I said, feels like you'd be like, oh, Dumble, number six, in terms of. If you were thinking in terms of like uh, uh, achievements at the time, probably because it was just so early, but I don't think for me it's not on my top. T- the shit's not even my top twenty. All right, this isn't my top twenty. This would be not near the end. There's other movies like Bolt. I don't care for, which I'm surprised is top twenty. But this is one of those ones where all the things that we just said, where it is not a, it's a masterpiece on what maybe it could have done in the 1941. But as a story, come on, there's. There's better options out there. Uh, this, go ahead. I didn't say. Oh, uh, this next movie, number um, five. Uh, I don't really know if it's known for any kind of song in it, uh, and so I'm just gonna play one here and see if we can get it. Uh, here you go. What do you think that is, Alex? I don't know. I almost want to say Bambi, but... That is Bambi. You were is you, you were a little off. That one was 1941 with Dumbo. This is 1942 Bambi. This thing started World War II. I don't know if anybody knows that. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> The great Bambino. <laughs> hey, it, it did not... Uh, it wasn't that uh, the Duke uh, was uh, assassinated, uh, Ferdinand. Uh, it was that Bambi came out. That's what started World War II. So... Uh, Bambi, obviously a deer. His mom uh, gets shot by a hunter, R.I.P. And uh, he has a dad, but his dad, obviously, like any kind of deer, uh, just not is a, a absent father. And uh, uh, he basically is Bambi growing up. It's a coming age story with a baby deer. Uh, you know what? It does say this in here. Bambi is a movie that I watched. It is a movie that I watched as a kid. And it says here uh, it may have traumatized kids, uh, and it did traumatize me actually. It was uh, that scene. When you see the uh, the father show up, and I think the man returns, like hunting, and they're like, it's very scary. I remember as a kid being terrified at that scene. Uh, Alex, have you seen Bambi? I have. I mean, I'm I'm I am one of those people that I don't hunt, and which is ironic, because my favorite bad guy is Craven the Hunter. Um, but I remember getting sad and teary eyed when when uh, the artist stopped drawing the deer when Bambi's mom dies. I remember being like that fear of so Bambi fights that other male deer for whatever the girlfriend's name was, and I remember that being weird, like watching that and being oh I don't like this because they the music was loud and the fight was you know crashing heads, and then all of a sudden the the forest starts on fire a little bit later and Dad's like well Bambi we got to get out of here, and he's just like Bambi's dad you're a dick where were you at when mom died. <laughs> Uh, Garrett, obviously, uh, this movie did not affect you because you go out and you kill Bambi every every year. Uh, yep. I usually shoot the dad so the moms can keep making. Dads. Oh, okay. <laughs> you shoot the dad. Obviously, he's an absent my absent father, so it's okay if you shoot him. He, they're not. He's not there anyway. So, right. I only shoot moms on the last day of the hunt. So, <laughs> to be fair, Garrett <laughs> wants to shoot the dads because those dads have got nice racks. Yeah, I want to go for the dads, but uh, if I uh, don't get any dads, I go for the moms last day. So, <laughs> <laughs> you got to fill the freezer, you know. <laughs> so you're so you're actually Bambi's mom's killer. It was yep. like the last day in the snow. You're like, well, I got to go. He's for the man. Bang! The you, you mm-hmm. Garrett, uh, Alex, you said you. Uh, Judge Disney movies by their villain. This one is Garrett. So that's right. And yet, I I love Garrett as a man. Whoa, eh, whoa, whoa! You know what? All I'm doing <laughs> Dick is controlling, right uh, making sure they don't die from disease. You know, controlling the population. That's true. If I'm gonna say this next one on the list here, if any movie that would be considered Disney, I think this is the one that really like is uh, personifies the. When some people think of Disney, like Disney finding something, like this is the one. So much so that a song from this movie is like a song that they just associate with Disney now. And I think it might be at, at least a, 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 
a taste of it is in their opening thing. Every time it says Disney in a movie, I think it, it is the song. I just want to take a guess before you even start it. Yeah. Pinocchio. Pinocchio it is. Pinocchio, When You Wish Upon a Star, 1940. Pinocchio, uh, narrated by Jiminy Cricket, tells a story about a kid who used to be a, a, a dummy a doll. And then uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Geppetto, Geppetto says, God damn it, I wish I had a kid. And then they go, bam, there's a fucking boy for you. And uh, <laughs> and this boy gets... He's in, still made of wood. <laughs> he's still made of wood. Maybe eventually he could be a real boy. Uh the uh, movie talks about basically it's, it's about a boy growing up about his conscience his nose his nose grows bigger if he lies and guess what gets into a lot of shit uh, he goes to an island and turns to a fucking donkey uh, drinks which I don't understand he is literally made of wood but somehow he gets ears of a donkey he's hey almost man, sold into slavery you're such an ass that you just gotta look like one <laughs> I, it definitely is Alex uh, it definitely is a metaphor because donkeys are workhorses and it's definitely them being sold into child labor uh, possibly and then he gets saved and he gets his dad Geppetto uh, gets uh, eaten by a damn whale and uh, Pinocchio's got to save him from the whale and then he turns to a real boy so um, a lot of shit goes on in here Pinocchio is one of those movies that I've seen but I used to have the book like the Disney version of the book as a kid. And I've read that book more than I've ever seen that movie. So uh, that's how Alex, that's how I know about the workhorse. Um, obviously. Here you go. You know, this is actually Alex back in 1940. They called me up uh, before I, you know, came into this body and they said, Marvin, you got a beautiful voice. We need you to sing on this movie. Can you just sing Wish Upon a Star? And I said, you know what? I don't got a body yet. But give me a mic. And this came <laughs> you know the so like Jaws made you afraid to go back in the water due to sharks. Pinocchio made me afraid of whales. Monstro is ginormous. I never want to get eaten by a whale. Although, you know what, actually, Alex, if they made fr- made you afraid of whales, you know what legitimately made me afraid of getting kidnapped and being sold into labor. I'm not even joking I, when I say that. Getting kidnapped. That's like the roughest scene in that movie. I think is also the, yeah, the kidnapping. Dude, all these early Disney and movies had cry. some traumatizing. I just want to go home to my mama. I know. I'm the saying that's traumatizing. Like you don't want to get kidnapped. I remember as a kid thinking, "Holy shit, there's people out here that are gonna kidnap me uh, and you know turn me to a donkey." So you know, you it it is a tale in itself of uh, danger, of uh, you know stranger danger. So Pinocchio. You know, there. this one's gonna get uh, remade too, and I think I saw the rumors that. RDJ is going to be Geppetto. Oh, I thought, I thought you said he, just, he ruined Dr. Doolittle. Why would I want him to ruin Geppetto? <laughs> I thought you were going to say he's going to be... Oh, man. This is Disney license. Come on now. Is, um... Uh, I thought you were going to say he's going to be Pinocchio. I was like, holy shit. RDJ is Pinocchio? <laughs> he is a real boy. <laughs> he been really working on that de-aging uh, formula for CGI, so... Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll bring Jonathan Taylor Thomas back. As, uh, well, I was going to say, is any circus going to be Pinocchio? Could be. There you go. Uh, here we go. The uh, next one on the list here, number three, 1967. Alex, you want to give a guess? Uh, Fox and the Hound. Incorrect. Here you go. Oh, I love Fox and the Hound. Oh. Jungle Book. Gotta be honest, never got into Jungle Book. I I like this show. I mean, I like this movie. This is the first one in the last four that I've enjoyed. That I actually enjoy the movie, enjoy for the most part the story. Shere Khan, uh, how can you not enjoy Shere Khan? It's it's your homeboy. 
there's only two more movies I need to show up that have got my favorite two villains, so. Alex, also with the last movie, Pinocchio, the same thing. They brought me and said, Marvin, 1967, they said, you know, 47 years ago, you did a good job with Pinocchio. We want to bring you back. And I, they sat me down in the studio with uh, Phil Harris, and I was like, sing this song. Yeah. They said, there's no way you're not King Louis. I love this movie. And I have never seen the live action one because I love that movie so much. I have seen back in the nineties. There was a live action version. This is also a story that um, is based on a book and actually a pretty well known book. Uh, and it's been remade millions of times uh, outside of Disney. There was a nineties movie that came out with uh, Luke, that guy who was Luke King in Mortal Kombat. And uh, I remember going seeing it in theaters and I, any kind of iteration of a jungle book I've always liked. So I don't know why I've never seen the live action one, but it is one of the, it is similar to what you just said, Alex. It is probably the first one um, on this list since Aladdin that I'm like, yeah, Jungle Book. Of course, I love that movie. So, is that the one that's got um, Lena Thiele or whatever from Game of Thrones? I never seen the live action one. So I don't know. I thought you had seen that one. No, I saw the one in the '90s, a different one. Not a Disney one. Speaking of the nineties, oh, speaking of the nineties, uh, here is uh, number two. No, it's number one. Bullshit. I'm surprised. Lion King. Yep. Scar. No be prepared. Way that but we are talking king successions. Even you can't be caught unaware. And you pick Be Prepared for the song to introduce Lion King. Hell yeah. Marvin loves the bad guys. Be Prepared is the best song in that fucking movie, and I'll fight you. Oh, and especially when oh. Jeremy Irons sings it. When you get the live action one, you've got um, who played Baron Mordo? Mordo. Mordo. Uh, when he talks it out, no, come on, you gotta sing it like Jeremy Irons. Yeah. A shining new era is tiptoeing nearer. And where do we feature? Just listen to teacher. I know it sounds sordid, but you'll be rewarded. When I Jeremy Irons is such a fucking good actor that even though I know this is animation, I'm afraid that if I ever go to Africa, I'll run into the scar. You understand? <laughs> so uh, that's why I've never been. There you go. 19. Uh, 94. 94. Still the highest grossing Disney animated feature. Uh, Lion King. And deserves to be. It's got that uh, that music from uh, our obviously. Um, God, what the fuck's his name? Elton Richard, John. Uh, Elton John and Richard Wright uh, did the music for this one. And so much so that this movie was like they brought on that team to write the music. And then they were like, you know what? Fucking Hercules. Not Hercules. Uh, Tarzan. Tarzan's not, not number one, by the way. Uh, Tarzan. Phil Collins. They're like, Phil Collins, you want to come in? And I will say one thing. Phil Collins did not cheat us out on a good soundtrack. That motherfucker was like, you telling me that somebody won an Oscar for this? All right, I'm going to go fucking balls to the wall. And he did for Tarzan. <laughs> but that's another story for another day. Lion King, 1994. This probably on this uh, top 10 list is probably... Uh, my most associated movie with Disney as a kid. I've probably seen it a million times, uh, The Lion King. But the number one on this goddamn list uh, is a movie that is still something I watched in my childhood and is something that is really revered for being a fantastic movie. Who does she think she is? That girl has tangled with the wrong man. Is the number no one? No one says no to Gaston. <laughs> number one. I'm right. Oh, Dismissed. Rejected. Yeah. Publicly humiliated. Why, it's more than I can bear. Uh, more beer? Boy right what there. More? Nothing. No one's slick as Gaston. No one's quick as Gaston. No one's next as in Better than Lion King. Come Beauty on. and the Beast, 1991. There's one quality that marks our great animations that said the feel of effortness and that sense it's nothing beyond the reaches of this. I think visually, definitely Beauty and the Beast is better than Lion King. Enjoyable? That's up for debate whether or not you enjoy the story, but 
This is the only Disney animated feature, like 2D animated feature, I believe. Uh, actually, maybe of all time, that it was nominated for Best Picture. Uh, and uh, it is, it didn't win, obviously, but it is definitely a movie that was up there that year in 1981. They're like, this movie was one of the best movies of the year. And uh, I think I agree. Uh, I do enjoy this movie. If I'm going to think from a very critical standpoint, I do think it's Disney's best movie in terms of quality. It's not the one I enjoy the most, but it definitely is uh, their best movie. And I know, Alex, you definitely think it's both. It is my favorite. One of top five movies, Beauty and the Beast is on that list. Favorite bad guy. I connect with Gaston in horrible ways. Uh, Belle <laughs> is the best female character and I love the Beast. Like, I mean, all three of those main characters make this movie so superb. Uh, ah, just damn. Oh, it's, and, like a, it's like a win. It's like I just won the Oscar right here. And come on, you can't. That soundtrack has got hit after hit after hit. It's got Angela Lansbury, uh, Alex. I mean, uh, Garrett. Sorry, I'm not even Alex. Alex likes to be ready. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think the second one. It's got murder. She wrote. You understand? She wrote. Yeah. Nah, I love Lion way more. Beauty and the Beast is great, and I will say that I did really like the live action remake. So I love both. Yeah, because you're Emma Watson's in it. That's why. I, uh, I, I can't. Ewan I can't McGregor get on that. And Ian McKellen. And uh, Ewan McGregor's Stanley that movie? Yeah. Ewan McGregor is the candlestick. Oh. And McKellen's, uh, uh, what, Clogs, uh, Cogsworth? The yeah, clock. he's Cogsworth. Uh, Emma Thomas is uh, Miss Potts. Ah, bullshit. Where's Angela Lasbury was still alive. They didn't bring her back. She wrote murder. Dan Stevens' is Beast? Dance. The, fight, the fight scenes in the animated series are better, or an animated movie are better. Um, uh, I, I will yeah. agree. I think the animation is definitely better in this movie. I will agree with that. Like the the fight scene at the end on the uh, kind of balcony kind of area, that that animation is fantastic. Uh, the way that beast moves. Ooh. Um, so. Question, how is Tarzan not on this list? Well, I did read at the end of the list, there's a little caveat. They said it was discussed, but it didn't make the top 20 for them. So. Fox and oh, the Hound, see. and even any Pixar movies, like Toy Story? Come on. That, I think, that's they, I think, I think Pixar is separate than Disney, though. They just stuck to Disney proper oh, on that okay, list. Okay. Um, I, I could have pulled up the goddamn Fox list with Ratatouille number one, if we wanted to go through that one, but I thought we would go through this one since we're talking about... Like I said, this... Back matter can be multiple shows, and we're actually running over for time and what I expected to talk about this. But this week, there's still Pixar to talk about, Star Wars, Marvel, a bunch of stuff like that. But I figure we stick to the Disney, to the core right now. And Alex, Beauty and the Beast was number one. Hell Guess, yeah. Gaston is, is, I don't know why, I think Alex takes the wrong message from that the movie, but who knows, Gaston's his favorite. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, you know who's my favorite in that movie? The Bill's dad. That motherfucker. Maurice. Maurice, of course. The dude gets uh, captured, and uh, you know those wolves? He would have taken them all out with his bare hands, but he doesn't harm animals. That's why. <laughs> he he would have been out there like the fucking gray, like Liam Nielsen, and he would have broke some bottles between his fingers and stabbed them all. Uh, but he doesn't harm animals, so he couldn't do it. So, obviously, the beast got to save him. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. Like I said, me and Alex uh, in a theater with a bunch of families, uh, and uh, I, nothing was going to stop children. Nothing was going to stop me from watching that movie in theaters. It was one of those, it, it, and that's legitimately why I went. I did go because Alex wanted to go, and uh, 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 I was like, "Yeah, let's go." But it was also like I really do enjoy that movie from a technical level, and and you know also enjoy it as just a movie overall. But technically, fantastic, fantastic movie. Um, very briefly here, just to wrap things up, looking at this top ten, a lot of these things are at the amusement parks. Uh, Garrett, and I just wanted to ask you because mm-hmm. Alex, you've never been, right? Nope. Uh, one day, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do a GoFundMe and we're gonna send Alex to Disney World, uh, <laughs> and um, you know that GoFundMe for uh, Garrett's tattoo. Let's switch it over. GoFundMe to Disney World. That seems better <laughs> instead of forcing Garrett to get a tattoo. Uh, what would you say uh, at Walt Disney World? Let's say Magic Kingdom. What's your favorite ride there? At Magic Kingdom. Uh... Of course, it's a small world. 
No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, I would have to go. I I really dig Pirates of the Caribbean. So actually, uh, to explain before we go on here, for anybody who's never been, or maybe uh, Alex, you don't know this, Disney World is four parks. It is Magic Kingdom, which basically is what we just talked about. All the kind of Disney proper shit uh, is there. And then uh, they have Hollywood Studios, which is Star Wars is where the Muppets are. It's where more of the movie stuff is kind of uh, Hollywood Studios, Tower of Terror, stuff like that, uh, which is based on the Twilight Zone. Even though it doesn't seem the Tower of Terror would be based on something, it is. It's based on Twilight Zone. Uh, and then you have Epcot, which is like a celebration of the world. So they have like different sections of different ca- uh, countries there. There's Mexico, Norway, Japan, uh, Sweden, uh, things like that where you just go there and there's actually just shops and food that you eat at. It has some rides there and they're more like world rides. Uh, there's, I think the only kind of IP ride there, if I remember correctly, Garrett is Frozen, is in Norway. Uh, yeah, Frozen's in Norway. I know they're trying to add more. Did you have a ride um, based on Dinosaur there? If you remember that movie, Alex, that dinosaur movie. Yep, I remember that. So they well, have they that. have the ride in the Epcot Ball too. Yeah, uh, but it's not based on. It's based on like world achievements. I'm saying that one's really kind of Epcot has oh. never really been about Disney like IPs. It's more been about celebrating the world. And then the very last one we have is the Animal Kingdom, which obviously is about animals. Uh, it has such rides as has a lot of Avatar stuff that's more recent. Uh, it has the Yeti um, Everest ride. It has a, base, a, a full-fledged safari that you go on because it also is a reserve for animals. And uh, there's a lot of animal uh, stuff there, like real animals, not animatronics. And um, just random things there. So... At Magic Kingdom, when we're talking about proper IP, you said Pirates of the Caribbean. Very enjoyable ride. They added a lot for uh, That and Haunted Mansion are my two favorite there. I got it. But Peter Pan, when you brought that up, I did. Peter Pan is a fun ride as well. You know what? Okay, so uh, very briefly, uh, we, me, Garrett, uh, hashtag SS1, and my wife all went one year. And uh, we went to Universal and Disney. And uh, Disney has Peter Pan. And a very similar ride at Universal is E.T. I will let you know one thing, though. The E.T. ride hasn't been touched in uh, uh, 20 years, 30 <laughs> years, whenever we were there. It's fucking amazing. I love it. And it is a fun ride, but also it seems a little creepy, like everybody that touched and built this place is dead now. And uh, over at Peter Pan, they have updated it since, uh, and they keep it fresh. So it basically is the same ride, though. You fly over the city. So, mm-hmm. Hey, Marvin, do you watch the Imagineering story? No, I was plus? going to watch it before I go because I want to... You should, because there's an episode of, like on the Haunted Mansion and like the formation of Disneyland and Disney World and like, see that's why I love the Haunted Mansion because it is the te- like when you watch the episode on that, how much technical like aspects went into the Haunted Mansion. It's so sick. You know, Alex, your favorite movie, Beauty and the Beast. They don't have a ride for Beauty and the Beast, if I can remember correctly. Garrett, correct me if I'm wrong, but they do have a section so. of Magic Kingdom that has the Beast's Castle, which you actually you can go in and it's a restaurant. And they do have uh, stuff that makes it look like be- uh, Beauty and the Beast outside. There's a, a little quick place to eat that's Gaston's, uh, that bar place. <laughs> and uh, you the can tavern. get the tavern. You can get a, a ham hock, which they call a turkey leg, but it's ham. Uh, and actually, I got you a, a, a stein there last You gave me a stein. Yeah, I did. I was like this. I was waiting to chime in there saying that when you guys went down, there's a, you guys got me a stein. I was like, Alex can't come here, so there's the one thing that I know he would love. I saw Gaston, Gaston on a stein, and I was like, that's Pastralo 100%. <laughs> um, but basically, my I would say my favorite ride at Magic Kingdom, uh, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Love Space Mountain. So, uh, Ooh, that is a good one. Space Mountain, and I'll say, uh, you know what? Haunted Mansion, I do like too. No, actually, I'm not going to go Haunted Mansion. I will go with uh, the um, you know what? I'm gonna stick with Space Mountain. Uh, Space Mountain, Hollywood Studios. Uh, I uh, haven't tried any of the new Star Wars stuff, so I'm excited for that. Uh, but how do you not say Tower of Terror is up there? Um, yeah. but you know what's a real travesty is that they got rid of the great movie ride and turned it into a frozen thing. No, it's a Mickey Mouse ride. No. Or Mickey Mouse ride, but oh, the great movie ride was so awesome. That was good because it went through the history of movies, which is something that uh, I know uh, hashtag guest host one and you and me really liked about it. And uh, when we were there last time, there was like a hurricane rain, and we had we had to sit in there for a long time. 
So um, that Animal Kingdom, I do love that safari. It's nice. It's a different change of pace. You get to see a lot of animals. It's not, it's it's good also because it's not like any other zoo where they actually have animals. And since they're like in an open air, you basically go in these buses that are like high. You're high up on these buses, so they can't get to you, obviously. Um, but because it's not, they're not in cages and they're actually just roaming around. You actually see more of them, I think, uh, and uh, it's very enjoyable. And then at uh, Epcot. I will say my favorite thing, obviously, that there's food and drink. You got to drink. I uh, uh, can't get over that. But soaring, one of my favorite things. Soar above the world. Soaring's cool. Actually, oh, no, frozen sp- beer in Tokyo. Spaceship Earth is also really cool about the technology progressions throughout the time. So it is a really enjoyable time. I uh, That's where I'll be when you're listening to this. I would be on Wednesday. We are going to Animal Kingdom. So I'm probably looking at some monkeys right now. Who knows? Elephants. Mm-hmm. I'll, t- you know, I'll send you a picture uh, if I run into... Uh, any badgers or wolverines, those definitely will pop up. Uh, if oh, I yeah. if I see a badger with a Tommy gun, guess what? I'm gonna take that guy home. I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> Say, I, <laughs> I need him in my life. I'm gonna jump out of that fucking bus and be like, "Come with me," and he's gonna. I'm gonna put him in my carry on, and then we're gonna go. And uh, obviously, he has to come with the Tommy gun. If he says, "I can't bring the gun," though, we can't bring that on a plane. We're gonna get caught. I say, "Fucking first off, badger, man up." I would have brought the fucking Wolverine if I thought you were going to be this much of a bitch. So, um, <laughs> I thought you were going to be this much of a bitch. <laughs> and then, you know what? I'll throw him in a check bag instead, and he'll go under the plane. I don't care. Uh, so, that by this time next week. You know what? It's weird or it's different about the uh, parks these days because of COVID, as Alex mentioned earlier in the show, uh, is that you kind of have to be like, we'll be at the park this day, and they have maximum amount of people that can go per day and so if it's maxed out you can't go to the park that day um i think they just brought brought back park uh hoppers uh it used to be before you couldn't hop between parks like you can't go to like, two different parks in one day you have to stay at that park so that's why it's very rigid like we're going to these parks these days um because when we booked it it still had a lot of rules so uh we'll be are you guys doing that new fast pass thing it depends. We'll see. We'll see. I am thinking about Rise of, Res- Rise of Resistance. You only pay 15 bucks. I can get through that fast. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, I might get through that fast. The rest of the stuff, it does look like October usually is their uh, not busy season, but it is the 50th anniversary of Disney World. So that kind of plays up in the air, but I'm kind of checking times throughout the week, and it seems like actually it's not that uh, busy for the actual rides. I've heard that people are going to buy 50th, 50th anniversary merchandise, and that's busy, the stores. But no, the rides have looked like they've been basically a lot of rides are just walk on. You don't really know wait that much. So, um, nice. Uh, two days of Magic Kingdom, one day at Animal uh, Kingdom, one day at Hollywood Studios, and then one day at Epcot. This is what I'll be doing. And uh, you know what? I told you I'm gonna I'm gonna be drinking margaritas, going in that fucking uh, that Alice in Wonderland teacup. I may throw up, <laughs> oh, but you know what? they can't ever take that experience away from me. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get your on. Kids will be so embarrassed. I'm gonna get on that Pirates of the Caribbean and and see uh, Johnny Depp as uh, Jack Sparrow on there. And be like, get the fuck out of here! You're not supposed to be in this goddamn ride. They added you afterwards. What are you doing here? And that one guy's in that movie too. What's that Squid guy? What's his name? Uh, Davy Jones. Jones. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, Davy Jones. And they could be sir, please. These animatronics. And I'd be like, well, he's fucking talking to me. What do you mean? Hey, if he wouldn't have looked off, I wouldn't have said anything. But he's got to talk. Afraid to get wet. And like you're getting mad at me because I'm drunk. He's drunk. Listen to him. <laughs> he's drinking rum. This dude's never been sober a day in his life. Jack Sparrow. So uh, there we go. Uh, Disney. I think it is something in, in all of our lives. And uh, it is easy to be like, hey, it's uh, capitalism and it's a big uh, company and monopoly. I mean, you know, those IPs touch people. And uh, I think the stories, when you, when you kind of get rid of all that, those things are still... I think doing more good than bad in the world. And so um, those stories that I, I believe I, uh, I it sounds like Alex never learned this lesson, but I did learn morality from a lot of these tales that the heroes and the, who are the heroes who were the good guys uh, or the bad guys, excuse me. And uh, it looked like Alex just forgot the bad guys are cooler during this time. So, Hey, you know, who, who doesn't like Scar? Come on. Who doesn't like Gaston? I don't like Gaston. Scar, I may debate over if we, if, whether or not, I will say that I do like Iago, and he does turn good eventually in the second movie. So, you know, I like a good anti-hero. 
I mean, Marvin, or Garrett, you gotta like Clayton. He wants to kill animals and stuff them. <laughs> hey, man. We just said, Garrett's in that one movie, Bambi as the man, so he's been in this. And I sung a song for two movies, so. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I legally kill deer. I don't go hunt exotic animals and kill them. Like Clayton. Yes, I'm not saying you're a poacher. I'm just... He's he's saying that in Bambi, when this forest is on fire, you're out there hunting deer because you started on fire. That's all he's saying. You're an arsonist. If if Bambi, oh Jesus! If Bambi's dad has a four by four, he's going down. Four or four or more, he's down in the ground. You know, I never knew what the fuck that meant until I met you. Well, I'm glad I. Hey, not only have I taught you how to hydrate yourself, now I've taught you about deer. So. There we go. Telling, talking about deer, talking about hydration, talking about Disney. Uh, we will see you guys uh, next week on a regular show. But this has been Wednesday Comics uh, Back Matter. Uh, and we will see you another time. My name has been Marvin. I'm Alex. I'm Garrett. Hey, everyone. Enjoy Disney. Thank you turn on those pages. Oh, I shut down the music. Already a night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rain.